We are now dun, dun, dun. in the air. The year is 2013. It's the 5th of June. And you're wasted away on the North Coast. Never really sound sure. <laughs> I know, because I was going to say, it's 5-5. Five, five. It's Cinco de Mayo. Last Cinco de Cuatro. I was thinking May. Yes. It's a good thing you didn't say that. <laughs> uh, and I'm Amigo Shimo. And Mike. And Mickey. We're back at our Zodiac Studios. That's why it's so quiet in the background. <laughs> nice. There's no door slamming. Or loud music. It's not all echoey. And we could say that we came here just to avoid all that stuff, but really we came here because we're afraid of the bikers. Yeah, it's the first Wednesday of the month, and all the bikers are at Joe's Primetime. We're always afraid of the bikers. The bikers take over our studio. They're bullies. They're mean. Actually, they're not mean. They're, they're very just, cool. They're just they're intimidating. Because they're tall and muscular. And they wear leather. <laughs> That's just the women. <laughs> so, yeah, we come crawling back to Zodiac for our, one of our summer visits to the old studio. And I got to have land sharks again, because we don't have land sharks That's at right. Joe's Primetime because the limes are funny tasting at Joe's, at Joe's Primetime. And we don't even know if they have a land shark anymore. Yeah, maybe they don't. I haven't, I haven't ordered we, them, I so. think Mike drank the last one last year, <laughs> as far as we know. Yeah. I never bother ordering it anymore just because it tastes so funny. So I just have regular domestic beer, even though, like, Land Shark is the first yeah, yeah. yeah, we caught them at the end, right? Because I, I ordered the last one, what turned out to be the last one. Mick ordered, and then, well, sorry. All gone. Yeah. I cried. Damn it. <laughs> and Mike tears. the beer in front of us. But I'm able to get back to Land Sharks tonight. And good limes here. It's it's a good little bar here. Zodiac Racquetball and Health Club. Except Jennifer the waitress will yell at you. Yeah, well, we're waiting for Jennifer after dark to show up. Her alter ego. Or when she lets her hair down. <laughs> Literally. That was good. Good pizza tonight. So what's going on with Buffett, Schmo? What's the gospel from the coast? <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I have no idea. <laughs> Well, I will say, I'll start it out by saying uh, I was at Special Olympics Michigan State Summer Games last Thursday through Saturday. But not at Michigan State. Or Wednesday, Thursday morning. Oh, no, yeah, at Central Michigan University, which is these guys' alma mater. I just meant it's State Summer Games for the state of Michigan. And uh, so we're, we're, we stay in the dorm, we eat in the cafeteria, and they have TVs going, no sound, and ESPN, headline news, I don't know, stuff like that. So at one point, Kate and I were surprised on Friday morning to at breakfast. Then all of a sudden, see Buffett up there, and they were just showing like the last moments, whatever. Everybody up there on stage for probably the end of the uh, Boston Strong concert. And I said, "Oh yeah, that's right. It was last night. I knew I would miss it completely." So uh, because I was in these travels, so <laughs> tell us, tell me about it, guys. <laughs> I listened to it live, believe it or not, at least the, the beginning of it. I happened to be home, so I thought I, I remembered it. Usually I forget this kind of stuff until like halfway through, but I remembered it at the beginning. So I, I put it on and I heard right from the beginning. They had a long like a introduction. Somebody read like a like almost a poetry thing, that the piece that they wrote for the, I guess, especially for the occasion. And then I think uh, it was Boston was the yep. first act, mm -hmm. and uh, and they were okay. I mean, it was you know lead singer is no longer with us, so they had some uh, um, a guy I, I heard later 
um, the band found on YouTube that oh, really? apparently sounded like Brad Delp. Really? So he is now part of the band. Really? Yeah. Wow. So he sang. He was the lead singer there. Didn't they do that with Journey? Or am I thinking of another band? Journey was... Didn't they find their singer through YouTube? It was no, YouTube no, or was it, was it a tribute band, a Journey tribute band, and they went and got him or something like that? That might have been. Or, and there was a, In Excess, that was a, some kind of a uh, They had a reality, reality show. Yeah, they had a reality show. Yeah. yeah. I think Journey, like, they went to, like, a tribute band and took the lead singer. Yeah. So there you go. People really do. So, yeah, this guy got YouTube. his gig through YouTube. But, I mean, how do you sound like the, the guy from Boston? It's so unique. Yeah. He did sound like him. Yeah, oh I yeah. Mean, he, he wasn't exact, but I figured, I didn't know. I didn't know it was a different guy. I oh, figured, yeah. oh, it's just been a few years since that album, so his voice has changed a little bit, but he still sounds pretty much I the could same. definitely see how it could be passable. There's, I, I could see that he, huh. he did a good job. Track, but Brad Delp, did he kill himself? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, it wasn't all that long ago either, like a year ago. Wow. Yep. So did you listen? How far did you get into the show? Uh, I heard, like, I st stuck around. I, I, I think, was uh, Dropkick Murphys up next? Were they the second? I don't or was Giles? the exact order. I, I'm pretty, I don't think they were next. I think there was some. No, Jed Giles was before Dropkick Murphys. Were they? Okay. But they and they had like comics in between too. So they had this uh, um, Lenny something. He used to be on uh, the uh, guy on Rescue Me. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the heavy gray-haired guy. Yeah, and he was actually he was pretty funny. Very pro, you know. I mean, he's from Boston, so he's got the Boston accent and stuff. Mm -hmm. He was pretty funny. And then and um, and see, I'm forgetting. Or if, if only we had some device where we could look up the order. <laughs> Hey, you know, uh, I think it was Buffett News that actually had the rundown, the actual printed rundown from the show. Oh, right. And I was amused that uh, Buffett's name is misspelled. So, uh, it's, so I'm, I'm thinking that the performers there see Buffet in the sheet, and they're going, oh, cool, there's going to be a catered meal between uh, James Taylor and, and Aerosmith, <laughs> or whoever it was. So they're probably all, you know, their mouths are watering as James Taylor and Carol King, Carol King finishes. <laughs> And then suddenly this old guy comes up and starts singing a Margaritaville. It's like, where's the food? <laughs> yeah, for some reason, I don't I don't think it was Dropkick Murphys, but darn it, I can't remember who came up second. Jay Giles was early. I do know that because I heard them start, but I did not listen to the entire set. But it was Jay Giles without Jay Giles. That's another another thing. It was uh, Peter Wolf and the other guys, not Jay Giles. Oh, really? Yeah. The, the, well, that's weird. It's Jay Giles band minus Jay Giles. That's very weird. But uh, I watched or watched. I didn't watch because I couldn't catch the stream. I, I tried. Uh, I tried looking it up. And, I didn't bother. Uh, I I was recording the it audio. It was horrible. I, I couldn't get a connection. I couldn't get anything. So I just bailed and I listened to it on Radio Margaritaville. I didn't even bother with the stream. Yeah, they can't handle it. They can no, it just couldn't handle it. But I read later that they did get their act together, and you could join the stream. You could watch it later on. They did. They did figure out their technical difficulties. Got past it, but I, by then I wasn't even considering it. 
But then New Kids on the Block came on. I've never that been. That was after Dropkick Murphys. Yeah. I did listen I, to Dropkick Murphys because I liked them. Wasn't didn't you find it weird that they were singing a song about I lost my leg? Really, I didn't even catch that. Really, it's the song from The Departed, the song that they use in The Departed. Oh yeah, okay. And yeah. that's their big song, and the and the refrain is I lost my leg. Oh, see, it's about a pirate. Think about that. It's about a pirate losing his leg, and they're screaming at the top of their lungs, I lost my leg. Thinking, yeah, that's wow. the song from The Departed, but guys, kind of <laughs> should you catch that? I... Yeah, I didn't catch that. <laughs> wow, that is very inappropriate. I, I knew it was from The Departed, but I didn't. I don't know if I know the lyrics, to be honest. I don't know. I don't even know if I should be bringing it up, but it just struck me. Co-op? As... I'm not a co-op. <laughs> 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 But uh, New Kids on the Block, and didn't like Backstreet Boys come on with them, or like shortly after? Yeah, they brought on a bunch of guest stars that yeah. mean nothing to me. Their, their names bailed. were vaguely familiar. What at the very end? Or? No, no, I bailed at the beginning. No, it was, the, it was like the grand finale was in the middle of the show yeah. because they were bringing in. Hey, bring in this other '80s rap band, the rap group, uh, the whole bring rap in this section, 80s rap group. It was, it was. I just bailed. I was doing other chores around the house. I said, I'll come back to it later when Buffett comes out. So that could have been the greatest moment ever for some people our age, but I was thinking, oh, God. It this was the worst. It will not end. That was, that was terrible for me. And then, yeah, they had to be they, that Lenny guy. and uh, I heard a bit of Stephen, Stephen Wright. Wright. Yeah. He and was Dane good. Cook. Dane good. Cook was not broadcast because he's a little prima donna. Yep. yep, he was a douche. And I think he came Even out... Even audio then? The no, audio, yeah, nothing. audio and streaming, yeah, and video streaming. He did not want his new material broadcast because it's so precious. Yep. Because he, because of who he stole it from or what? <laughs> yeah. And I think he followed Buffett because after Buffett left, Radio Margaritaville went to a pre-recorded chat. Right. Yep. And I listened to some of that and then and, I just... Yeah, and then they played some songs and stuff and then they came back with the next group, which was Aerosmith. And I thought it was weird that they did that. And then it was the day after that I found out that Dane, that Dane Cook had pissed off people, pissed off people that were watching, that were watching the stream because, you know, the, the stream ended for a while. I just thought that was so stupid. Yep. Why not, like, uh, maybe shake it up a little bit and don't use all that? Can't you use right, money using something else that you've already used? When you told me, just do your old stuff. Yeah, do the old stuff, or do talk just, about Boston. Yeah, exactly. Talk about Boston. You're not like everybody there. else. You're, the comedians really aren't there to perform. The comedians are there to introduce the next. Exactly. Band. Exactly. It's not. They're not yeah, supposed it, to be. Aren't you dick. funny? Be funny. Yeah, just be funny. What do you think, Bill Cosby? Bill Cosby would make up new shit right there at the. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that guy could go on forever, and he never. He, he doesn't have the same show twice. I mean, tell stories. We can He's supposed to be funny. Throw in your little jokes, your little monologue stuff, and then get on to the band. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's his job is to introduce Aerosmith. That's what he's supposed to do. Just say a few things, be funny, and go away. Don't have to do your shtick. Stephen Wright. I wish I could remember a couple of those Stephen Wright jokes. They were pretty you can never, It's hard to remember. Yeah. yeah. And his stuff lately, I mean, later in life has been a, a little... It's, it's kind of crazy. But we do... Uh, I do have uh, clips from the concert. And the Buffett set list wasn't that experimental it was pretty much the same but it was nice to hear him do Mexico with James Taylor that was the first song he came out at the end of James Taylor and Carol King's set 
and together they did Mexico, and then Jimmy took over for a brief bit with Mac McAnally and Eric Darkin. They did two songs, and then James Taylor's band, um, I guess they were still there. I don't know if they left the stage or not, because I didn't see it. They did Margaritaville together, and that was the big finale for Buffett's segment. I watched a bad version. I just, you know, today, and I just saw Mexico. I don't have time to see Mexico, but it was a sound of bad, look bad. But then he <laughs> moving do, around. He did changes too, right? And I thought Pirate looks at forty. Yep. And Margaritaville was kind of awkward because the you could tell that the band was not quite familiar with the song. And I don't know why I wasn't. I, I didn't think he'd be playing Margaritaville. Why? <laughs> yeah, of course he's gonna. He's going to. Because everybody expects it. And it, it was just weird that he was part of it because everybody else on stage had a, had a strong Boston connection. And Jimmy's Boston connection is that, uh, what was it? He wrote Boat Drinks. Boat Drinks. Which yeah. he didn't play. Did he didn't play, yeah. And he's going to be in Boston in a couple weeks. <laughs> he's my echo. <laughs> I know. I didn't wait to finish the word. I was repeating you before you finished saying it. Now, is James, was James Taylor a Boston guy? I, didn't, I don't even Oh, you know, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Okay, but He's uh, got to, he mentions Boston in a song. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I kept wondering, who's going to be the grand finale? Because I, it felt like the grand finale already happened. Now, the I, Cars. I completely forgot. No, I knew I knew it was. Weren't the Cars Boston? They, they weren't there. Yeah, yeah, they were. They were a big Boston thing. And uh, Aerosmith was the big final act, and they did a grand finale of two songs, and... I couldn't tell listening to it if Buffett... They, they said that they brought everybody back on stage, but I couldn't tell listening to it if Buffett was part of the grand finale. But then I got to see it on YouTube, and he was part. And watching it, I realized that Steven Tyler actually says, Hey, Jimmy, in when he's singing, so I should have heard that. So. Yeah, and... It just—it looked a little awkward. It looked like Buffett didn't belong there. <laughs> Did it? He kept saying, "Like, really? You want me to come?" Yeah, up? It, it seemed like he didn't feel like he belonged there. Exactly. Either. That's what. It, that's where it was. It wasn't like he. It, it, it looks funny. I mean, I, well, did Buffett you watch the video? Watch it. No, I didn't. He looks like their chaperone. They brought their chaperone on stage, <laughs> it, it and that's what I saw without sound on like headline news or whatever. On the screen was that I said that's Buffett in the white shirt or yeah. bright shirt anyway. And in fact, his, his Tyler is probably like the same age. Yeah, yeah he had his glasses on. Oh, it, was, yeah. it was it was cool seeing Stephen Tyler put his arm around Jimmy when yeah. they were singing together, and then Peter <laughs> Wolf puts his arm around Jimmy. And, and he, they just put their arm on they like they, they headlocked him. Oh, I mean, yeah. they were he did, Jimmy's trying to sing <laughs> and he's being bold. He didn't know what to do. And they're all over him. <laughs> See, and they're all Peter Wolf's up there. Too, so they're all in, in their sixties. All those all these guys. Yeah, yeah. That was, that All was our heroes cool. are in their 60s. Wow. It, it was cool to see, and like I said, it, it's not like it wasn't painful to see Jimmy up there. It just looked like he did. He's like, I'll just stay in the background. And he <laughs> pulled him up to the front, and he's singing Come Together. He's doing his Jimmy thing, you know. <laughs> just, but then I'm like, is that Dane Cook? Because I didn't know. I was watching the end. Yeah, that was Dane. I had no idea yet what had happened. I, but I was. He took over after a while. That part they allowed to be streamed. Him singing come together. Oh, okay. How come they didn't put like a blue dot over his face? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't know that at the time, but that is weird. If you're watching the stream and like, who's that? Oh, it's Dane Cook. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know where Dane Cook come from. Yeah, I don't know oh, what they did with the stream. They just jump up there. Well, he was he was on the poster, so he knew he was part of it. I don't know what. Do you know what they did with the stream? No, I don't know. I just was ready to Margaritaville. I was listening. I heard 
uh, Jimmy and Mac mm-hmm. did like a, their yeah he was twang instead of Bing yeah. and Bong it was it was Bing, uh, and, Bing twang. and Twang they talked about uh, getting ready for the show and the rehearsal seeing uh, the other acts during the rehearsal and then that's when I bailed when they were done with that I just I I had enough I was ready for bed so I just yeah it was long it was like five yeah. hours five and a half hours yeah. So, um, I guess I'll do another uh, concert montage, but I can't imagine it's going to be too extensive. No, that's all we had. So, uh, here it is. Good evening, everyone. This is Bing from the Bing and Bong Show. Bong is not here with us tonight. We are in in beautiful Boston, Massachusetts, and uh, happy to be taking part in the Boston Strong Benefit Concert for the victims of the terrible bombing here. Uh, and as always, rock and roll seems to be the salve to put on wounds like that, and we're happy to be here. And though Bong uh, couldn't make it across country for this, we have uh, we have Twang here with us tonight. Twang, I'll be yeah. your substitute. Twang Bong. is uh, is taking the part of Bong tonight. <laughs> yes. If you're keeping score here, I'm happy Ooh, to be here. And if uh, you if you haven't noticed, somebody may have detected a southern accent on the voice of Twang. That sounds like that. That could be like a a, a kung fu movie, The Voice of Twang. The Voice of Twang. Ooh, yeah, that could be a show on. on <laughs> stay tuned for a new series, The yeah. Voice of Twang. Oh yeah, absolutely. But uh, we were just out listening to Aerosmith. Aerosmith, get ready to rock it. Those boys are a rock and roll band, aren't they? They are, and and it's a good thing. And they came all the way th- from Singapore to do this show. So and that's pretty that's amazing because uh, I think the longest. Nonstop flight in the world is a Singapore airline flight that goes from Singapore direct to Newark, New Jersey. That's you impressive. Ever been on that plane? I've not been on that one. I've done I've done Brisbane to Dallas, which is pretty long. That's so, right. You guys yeah. did Brisbane to Dallas. Yeah, yeah. I stayed behind a little you, bit. Yeah, you sur- surfed over. I think, as I, I recall. I, yeah, yeah. I think I think there was something going on, and mm-hmm. yeah, I'd, I'd surfed off the stage if I remember. Correctly. I, I yeah. do. I remember that. But that's the long, and I think that is seventeen hours. So those guys came there and then had to get on a puddle jumper to Boston. Now that it's one thing to go seventeen hours in a big airplane, as we know. It it, it isn't fun, but at least you got room. But when you have to get on a commuter flight after that, that's strong. From Newark yeah. to Boston. No, that's, that's a dedicated hometown boys right there. That, it is hometown yeah. boys, and uh, I'm sure everybody will be happy that they're here because uh, we're uh, we're friends and, we, and Joe Perry is on our label. He's on the label, Joe Perry reports from Mailboat. Yeah. He's and, been a guest uh, coral reefer out there with us before too. And we've done we've known these guys a long, long time, and uh, and they're still doing it. And and hometown boys make good. So you know our our little section of the show, a, a pretty good hometown. Uh, well, we do yeah. have a hometown section in there. Yeah, we got Mr. James Taylor. Mr. In there. James Taylor and then and, 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 lovely effervescent Carol King, still one of those voices. She's I, amazing. I heard it sound check, and I'm thinking, uh, what was the name of that album? The best one, the better tapestry. Show? Tapestry. That's yeah. it. It was the biggest selling album of all time, I think, until Fleetwood Mac Rumors came along. It was. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're in that segment. Yeah. Jimmy Buffett. But I, and you might ask, well, why am I up here? Well, for the obvious reason that, you know, it's always, uh, it's always good to be able to give back anywhere. But this town especially has been very, very good to me. Because for no those question. who don't know, come Monday, broke out of this town here in Portland, Oregon. I wrote boat drinks in a bar here. That's memorable. That's outstanding, yeah. Yeah, that that, that works. And we're, we're kind of living in the shadow of, of, of that song right now with what's going on with our album, which, by the way, Mr. McAnally and Mr. Utley have completed. The album is done. Can we tell them when it's coming out? Yeah. I think you should, yeah. Well, hell yeah. We got, we're on the radio station and the record. If we're wrong, we'll just nobody's say we're gonna, rock and rollers. Nobody's <laughs> going to pick us off the label, are they? No, I don't believe so. So, uh, August. Something. 16th is 16th. what you told me. Yeah, I believe. August 16th, album will come out. 
for those of you who've been to the show, we're playing a couple of songs on it. And uh, and it's called uh, Songs from St. Somewhere, which is the line that came from Boat Drinks, which was written right here in Boston. Right here in Boston. And this, as I said, this city has been very, very good to us. And Great Woods and, and uh, where we play on a regular yearly basis has been <clears throat> one of the great places. I, I've got a lot of great memories here. The, the two best memories are when we did play Fenway Park. Yeah. When we rode into Fenway Park and the duck boats to work. That was that amazing. Was and uh, and we got a little credit for helping break the curse of the babe, you know. That we did. We got credit for that because that's the year that the Red Sox won the pennant. We we did a skit on stage, which people think might have had a little juju effect on uh, ridding the ba- curse of the Bambino from yeah, Fenway. Yeah. So I'll take credit for anything. I think you should you, you should just jump right in. Somebody just put it out there, and I thought, well, why mm-hmm. not? yeah. A couple of years ago, we did a show, and to tell you how. Uh, loyal fans are in this city to their city and to to people uh to their sports teams and to, and to people that they uh who have adopted kind of this town in, in in one fashion or another so we were playing a a show and we did one show and then there was a hurricane out in the atlantic right and so we looked at the weather and we weren't you know we do not cancel unless we have to and uh unless the wind blows everything down <laughs> but we were looking at it and we did the first show and then the forecast came in we had a day off and so we knew that it was, it was either going to rain, we had to make a decision. We said, well, and a lot of the powers that be wanted to cancel the show and reschedule. And I said, you know, I said, what we ought to do is reschedule it for early in the day because this city and, this, and New England in general knows about bad weather. So we just went on the radio and said, look, we're going to move it up earlier because it's, not, it's going to rain like hell, but it's not going to rain as hard as it would be raining if we did it. At showtime. At showtime. Yeah. And we did, it, we did it a day before and... Everybody came. Everybody came. In foul weather gear, all dressed, but everybody came, and that's the kind of fans you have here. And I expect that in this building tonight as the emotions will run high. Absolutely, uh, as they should. uh, Music being the healing thing for for all things, uh, that's what we're doing here. It's one of the only things in the world that turns bad into good, music, and we get to to call it a job. (laughs) That is, that we get to call it a job, and uh, it's our job. That's what, Mm -hmm. wait. Hey. Hey. Where's a pencil? I know. Wait, that could, that could be a line in the song. <laughs> Who we got here? Jimmy Buffett.
Sure. See? There yeah, you go. <laughs> Mickey makes it good. So, yeah, not very extensive. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Succinct. And the other story that I recall seeing is the Democratic Party is trying to lure Lucy Buffett, Jimmy's sister, into running. I believe that it's uh, for a state representative, but I'm really not sure. It shows how badly that article was written. But uh, she's been approached to represent her district in Alabama. Because it works so well with Stephen Colbert's sister, so obviously they have to go after Jimmy Buffett's sister. That was a joke, by the way. And she was asked by the Daily Caller on Twitter if she was planning to run, and she responded, Ha ha, not today, but the thought makes me smile. And since then, I see that she's released something more official and says she is not running. She has no intention of running for any political office ever! Exclamation point. Besides, she continues, as an 80s wild child, I'd never survived the vetting process. LOL! Exclamation point. And I noticed there's a brand new story that I didn't see earlier. Um, not that it's uh, late-breaking news. It's not really going to take effect till July. And it's that Jimmy Buffett will perform at the Paradise Theater to celebrate the grand opening of, Mar- of the Margaritaville Resort Casino in Bassier City, Louisiana. I don't know if you say it, Bassier City. I'm just guessing that that's how you say it. That's not the Atlantic City thing. No, it's in Louisiana, so no, it's not. Huh. Man, he's got stuff going on all over the place. I know. He's I know. going back to Boston for a show. Or did you say that? Yeah, well, that it's in, in that's part of the yeah the second leg of the tour is going to start at the end of this month, and uh, and I forgot there's another story that we were talking about earlier offline that, we, that it's not part of the show, but there have been a few uh, newspaper articles that are talking about Margaritaville as the most lucrative song ever. Yeah, and that's because of the casinos and restaurants and stuff all based off the song. It's not like the song itself is. You know, selling records or sheet music or whatever, like you would think that would refer to. It's just that the song title has spawned this this billion dollar empire. And uh, I was just thinking, we never really, it, it hasn't really sunk in that, that Jimmy Buffett has these casinos and restaurants, or I should say, these restaurants and freaking casinos, casinos. based off Margaritaville. Yep. We've talked about it, but I don't think we've... We're, like, like in denial that... He's, so it's he's the most lucrative... These, these multi-story casinos yeah. and hotels. Based on the things, three courts. Just those like, things can rake in the dough. I mean, I'm a casino. Yeah, so, the... Like... Uh, there, like, it has two intellectual properties. There's an intellectual property for the, the song itself and just the song selling. Then it's the whole lifestyle, like... Like yeah, it actually has two uh, facets to it, according to that one lawyer was talking. Yeah. The so there's the intellectual property cards. of the of the name and what it what it the ideal are behind Margaritaville or something, and that's what's makes it the most lucrative. Yeah, that's more song. If you count both song. intellectual properties, there's no other song that touches it. Yeah. And it's that was cool. I thought that was it was cool how he has it. it's trademarked twice. I mean, it's trademarked or whatever copyrighted because it's a song, and then it's trademarked too. It's just wild, and it makes. And now I saw the skin products. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah. that. You got the, all the barbecue sauces. You got all the food stuff going on, appliances. 
I guess that shows you how furniture. how you shouldn't Island. rely on us as a news source because yeah, we we're, really we really have been downplaying the fact that Jimmy Buffett has become a mogul. He's it not a, he's not a singer songwriter. He's a mogul. It's like an old hat, though. I mean, we just got used. And there was it wasn't that long ago. I mean, it was whatever that we were going. He should be bigger. And yeah, why isn't the song bigger? He's got his own beer for Christ. See, you buy it at the <laughs> grocery store. You know, what the hell? It's up in Myers. It's Jimmy Buffett's beer. I know. It's everywhere. It's there was a day we would just be. And he just gets why of that. So that's why he, Mike he was gonna play the song <laughs> at Boston Strong. <laughs> why would he not play this song? Yeah, 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 yeah. And were we? I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> weren't we just amazed when he came out with his own line of T-shirts? Yeah. Yes, Caribbean Soul. Oh, oh my God! Isn't this the greatest thing? Yeah, a whole newsletter sent to my house. Yeah, we couldn't believe it. There are actual lines from his songs on the backs of T-shirts. We were so amazed. And now there are freaking hotels with his name on them. Yeah, not the red ones on a Monopoly board. Actual hotels that you can hotels, go to and casinos. sleep in. We've eaten in a number of the restaurants. We've not been to the hotel or casinos yeah, yet. We have to do that though. That's. That's, That's another be, uh, thing. If we were a legitimate news source, we would have we would have found some way to get down there, to get there and experience and it and podcast about it and write it off. Except we have no no income to, yeah, to write off against. But hey, it takes money to write off money. <laughs> we don't have it. It's, it is, it's amazing. I don't know what it's mean. God, thirty yeah. years ago, it just that article. Reading that article over again from the different places where it shows up, it just finally sank in. What an empire! Yeah, this is turned well, and into. Then, uh, how about the books? Books? There's there's uh, there's money there too. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Plays. He just never made that movie. He's been in the movie business a little, so who did stuff like that? Mm. So he has done yeah. Hollywood. I mean. I just yeah, he never made uh, that Margarita that Margaritaville movie. Mm -hmm. well, he I have I wear sunglasses game. every time I drive. Yeah, he's got a game, but he, he does have a board game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Huh? That's right. I suppose I should mention that I was digging through the basement looking for something else, and I happened to find the old whatever we called it board game. I guess it was. I, Searching for the Lost Shaker Lost Assault, Shaker, something yeah. like that. <laughs> Lost Shaker Assault board game that Mike and I tried to brainstorm in the '90s, I guess, uh, early '90s, mid '90s. Was this at probably back when you were living in Deerwood Heights? Yes, yeah, it was in my basement. Yep. Yes, in the basement. I, I know I've talked about this on the podcast before. I can't remember what episode because yeah. I was going to add it to those show notes, but I can't remember what episode we talked about it. And I was saying, oh, it'd be so cool to find that, and I actually did. I found the. The little I, I call it a board, even though it's a sheet of paper with a with, you know hand drawn map on it. And uh, we didn't have computers back then. To no, not at all. And I wouldn't know how printed. to draw. I wouldn't know how to you know do graphics on a computer anyway. It would be like Microsoft Paint. And uh, moving through the board was done with playing cards, kind of like Candyland. You didn't roll the dice. You you just picked another card, and it would tell you how many spaces you would move forward. And the object was to, was to island hop to different places and answer questions correctly. There were two sets of cards, I believe. There was the stranded on a sandbar set <laughs> that would move you through the board, and the I don't know set that was the uh, series of trivia questions. <laughs> and there must have been some 
bottles of beer or cheap tequila. <laughs> margarita. Yeah, yeah, back in the Quibble gold days. <laughs> and uh, I don't think I ever did the trivia question cards because they were just going to be typewritten. But the the uh, Stranded on a Sandbar cards had little pictures of what they were talking about, kind of like the Monopoly cards where it would be the little, you know, the little guy with the mustache. Yeah. That little character. But that's Monopoly. He wouldn't be part of this. But still, the cards have little pictures on them. And so I found a bunch of the, I don't, of the uh, Stranded on a Sandbar cards. So I need to scan those and put them up on the blog, <laughs> which is at wasteandaway.net or northcoastcast.com. I think a lot of that was conceived over pre-mixed Cuervo. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I, either, I either need to scan them <laughs> or so do a video of them because I bought myself a new video camera because my nephew's going to get married at the uh, beginning of July. So I use that Ooh. as an excuse to buy a video camera. And after I bought the video camera, um, also going through all my stuff, trying to find what I was trying to find, I rediscovered all the amazing amount of baseball caps I have from Buffett concerts. Mm. And I was thinking about making a video of all my baseball caps. Because even I forgot the ones that I bought. <laughs> so I was thinking, along with me making a video of my stuff, if you guys would go through your, your treasure chest, your loot, your booty, so to speak, and uh, come up with old souvenirs that you have. I'm sure uh, you probably got a lot of the same. I ones, might have so. some caps, and it's funny because I'm gonna when I move last. I, I think you guys would have some shirts too. I did I, all the t-shirts. I did. I, t-shirts he's good at saving all that I stuff. I never really bought a lot I, of shirts after a while. I should, I should see whatever I have, shirts, whatever, and I'm going to clean out my garage. I'm supposed to this weekend if I can with the weather. And there's like caps and stuff. I know I have like a box of that, and some of that stuff's buffed. I have some of those. So if you wouldn't mind, if you ever have some time, free time, just yeah, go through your, your attics or basements or something and just try and remember where the Buffett stuff is, and we'll try and do three separate videos of all the old crap we have. All right. Just anything or just like the, the shirts and hats? Because um, what, whatever you think is you know worthwhile, worth mentioning. I always had a plan to somehow make some kind of display of all these shirts. I, I think we talked about this before, some kind of a... I don't know, some wall hanging or something where you could put the shirts all in it without mm. ruining the shirts. And I don't want to cut them up or anything, you yeah. know. But I want to somehow put them all on display, all these old... We should play this game. Is it is it playable or is there not enough stuff? No, it's not complete. It's not complete. A video of just yeah, we, screwing around with the game and taking one turn each or something <laughs> would be kind of cool. <laughs> I remember there was some time ago, long time ago, and that HUD, it, we were talking about it, and HUD was in one of those ragged and, you know, for like in Buffett stage, and he says, I'm surprised you haven't come up with a board game, Weed. <laughs> and then you would just smile and said, we did. <laughs> I think that's part of the show. Oh, with, I think that's part of the podcast. Must I, should look, early I should look for all the episodes with HUD in them, and I'd probably find that, that site. That might be. See, we need interns to go through all the old episodes and put them in a database. Any interns that we will we'll be able instead to, of me trying to just remember. We can't pay you anything. The but on the plus side, <laughs> don't make it, you don't right? have to pay anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely free for you. <laughs> and then we can finally do it won't the coasties. Cost you much. But anyway, I forgot to mention. I was going to mention that last week. I I grand uh, premiered the. Uh, Camera at your birthday party. Oh, okay. I didn't. I, didn't get, I was distracted. Have we had a show since Mike's birthday? I don't no. think so. Oh, Mike 
Mike's birthday party and his birthdays since the last show. So Mike hit the big five zero. He's old. Yeah. He's very and uh, we had a party and it got wild. It was a surprise party. Yeah. yeah, it was a surprise. It was. it was a surprise. It was a surprise. Almost to everyone because it was put together in less than a week. <laughs> I didn't hear about it till Thursday or something. Exactly. Like that. That's pretty early. Surprise. It was on a Saturday, right? So Mickey yeah. had ahead of time. There was land sharks at the party. Yes, there were. And cheeseburgers. Ooh, it was a Buffett themed party. We yeah, had there was a lot of huge. margaritas and tequila and tequila shots. There should be a video and a D- of that. And Scott DJ'd. Yeah, Scott, right, who, Scott DJ'd. Scott, part of this podcast that's never here. And there was uh, Buffett represented and Roger Klein. And then the evening turned to shit when the women took over and started playing modern country. Well, that's when everybody else went in the house. <laughs> Got away from the music. Yeah. yeah they, the dance floor was kicking with all two people two. out there. Yeah. yeah. Well, Len joined him. Yeah, yeah, there was three eventually. Len could leave. He, he kept, I said goodbye to him like five times. The next thing you know, he's just trying to leave for half an hour. Dancing on the patio again. It was a good time, and uh, it kind of kicked off the summer, since summer kind of started late this year. And Mike was really surprised. I was. So how many burgers have you had since then? Oh, not, no, they went away. They, really? They, oh, Andrew had seven that day. Oh, they were gone when we yeah. left, weren't they? The kids no, I thought, through. I thought you had at least a whole pan left. Uh-uh. Oh, were there some put away? Yeah, they were in the fridge, but people were getting them out. And yeah. my son spent the night, too. Jacob stayed over. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so they must have had a cheeseburger He had seven that and day. Andrew had seven. They were good. They were. Five guys' burgers and fries, you know, instead of cooking them and stuff, we, we just yeah. partied. Yeah, they were in foil. I did get one the next day. I had one the day of and then one the next day, so I had two. Wow. I had as many as you did, and it was your birthday. Yeah. The kids made up for it, though. They mowed through them. The only other thing I had, I forgot I had this up, but MediaITE.com had an article about the show, and they spelled, of course, Buffett wrong. Right there in the headline. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Buffet, Buffet. And then in the article where every time they have a, it's a linkable, like, Old name of a celebrity, and Buffett spelled wrong there too. Is the link wrong as well? Well, or did it probably okay? Wait, it's not thing. links; they're just bold. Or, oh, or I'm still updating, so I don't know. I don't think they're links. It looks I, like. you know, I never thought of that. Is there a Jimmy Buffett.com? Uh, I think it just points to margarita. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I don't think I've ever really looked. I'm so used to just going to margarita. In fact, it's that's even mentioned in one of those articles. It was was the first article that came up in Google, and then I'm like, it's spelled wrong, and then it's like after fact check. Well, what? I don't know what kind of a site this is. Safari cannot open the page because the server cannot be found. Yeah, there's something wrong. I'm not updating. JimmyBuffett.com. Did I spell it wrong? I don't think so. Now let's go to jimmybuffet.com. Oh, he does not own jimmybuffet.com. That's what he should get his lawyers on. Yeah. Screw suing everybody with the word paradise in their cheeseburger restaurant. He needs to get on to jimmybuffet.com and have that point to margarita now. Actually, a point, it should point to a landing page that says, It's Buffett with two T's, you no, bastards! No. And then it jumps to margarita. So, once again, 
This is the way the podcast ends, not with a bang, but with a tapering off into distracted incoherence. Stellar job, guys. There's the theme song. I'm out of here. Short summer, long day. Hit the beaches, catch some rain. Hibernate till June. Live it up, it's gone too soon. When you live on the North Coast, you manage your time. Get the best of three months, you gotta live through nine. That's life on the North Coast. That's life on the North Coast. That's life on the North Coast.